It's our biggest, boldest, best, well, at least our biggest, crossover episode yet. 1,300 words, 12 minutes, and as many of the Mystery Lab characters you have come to know and love, or maybe fear and run from, as I could possibly fit into one episode for many would be needed on the night of the great splendid prison breakout. It is a tale nearly two years in the making. Four years, if you count the newspaper column. Two years, nearly, of this podcast. Sit back, relax if you can, and stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, The Great Splendid Prison Escape of 2020. Oh no, how did we all shout when news spread of the prison breakout? Do you know how many villains, the kids' superheroes and more, have locked up in that place in recent years? Now the great chili monster was out again, What's worse, the TPG was his new best friend. TPG stands for Toilet Paper Giant. Some of you know. And with the teleporter, they are a villainous trio. Everyone all over, from one end of Splendid to the next, was counting on kid superheroes Buck Travers, Tracy Thompson, Nick Newton, Mandy Magic, and Robert Robertson to save the day. But those villains had other plans. The breakout was orchestrated, planned, and led by Mr. X, who you know quite well. X escaped, and in the panic, banished. I don't know where. Someone do tell. Perhaps he's back in the gaming world. Kid Popsicle had overrun the mayor's house and appointed himself King of Splendid West Virginia. Mrs. Shockey electrified her way into the local news station, where she became its newest anchor, trying to convince everyone watching that the kids' superheroes were the real enemy and the villains friends. The monkey bar brute had Mandy Magic trapped in its steel clutches. The pumpkin thief had outwitted Buck. Nick Newton was somehow caught in one of his own bubble force fields, one that had been meant to catch Carrot Man, but failed. The mixed vegetable bandit and Zero Man had cornered Robert, whose cool techie inventions were at this point no match. Zero Man could simply banish them one by one, or they'd get stuck in the ooey-gooey bandit's outer gooey lair. Two or three supervillains ganged up, on each kid's superhero, and for a while it appeared that our young, powerful ones would be no match. Now, I don't often call upon my friend the Terror, a gigantic, horrifying beast from another dimension, who's actually a pretty nice guy, but this seemed like just the occasion. He was the only one that would be able to stand toe-to-toe with the Bug Beast, after all. And it was the terror's toppling of that gigantic conglomeration of millions of bloodthirsty bugs that seemed to turn the tide in favor of the good guys and gals. 
More than just people and monsters got in on the action, too. Barnum, the detective dog, screeched into town, riding shotgun in a cool jet black race car driven by Cole, the race car driving cat. Their friends, Turk and Porkchop, now retired former owners of the meatless jackpot restaurant, ready to hop into battle and stand up and fight to defend splendid West Virginia. And I must thank Super Duper Dude and Super Duper Dudette, who flew in from nearby Super Duper Town to provide backup for Splendid's Kid Heroes. Not just superheroes, either. By this point, the Kid Space Force and those super tough kid explorers joined the fight. Brandy Bermuda, who used to make kids disappear when substitute teaching, and Mr. Mustache, who had gone on his own rampage as a sub at Splendid Elementary, were both cornered by Mrs. Lion and her Earth Power Team students and their go-go green machine beast. Remember, Mrs. Lion can literally transform into a lion. That was a big help when it came to rounding up all of the animals that had been let loose from the splendid zoo, thanks to the mischievous undertakings of the gummy bear pirates. Giant groundhogs joined the battle, Though they were so scary, no one was quite sure what side they were fighting on. Everyone avoided them. The trick was there, too. But its candy army was eaten up by Wyatt the Easter Wolf and the Pep-Up Monster before it could do much damage. Pep-you-up. Only the Pez dispensers survived. They hid in Dr. Payne's dental office nearby. It seemed every character whose wondrous tale has been told at some point on this podcast turned out, some to sow seeds of despair, others to help to rise and stand up for the city and all therein. The Kid Space Force and those time-traveling teens helped locate and blast into the action the likes of the Bat Band, some beautiful blobs from nearby Beautyville, and the Rockafire Explosion as well as Laszlo and Lucy Bluebox. Axel was there, too, with his giant talking bugs. And don't think that I didn't notice the St. Nick squad flying overhead, checking in to see who's being naughty and nice. Before you knew it, the supervillains who had broken out of the splendid prison were the ones outnumbered. Two to one then three to one, then four, five to one, six to one, seven, more. The fact that you could hear my voice should let you know which side won. Am I right? I've seen some unusual things in this town indeed, but I've never seen such a ruckus as the night of the great splendid prison breakout and until the all versus wars of the future. No one will see a ruckus like this, of this magnitude, again. And to be honest, I can't help but feel like I might be just a little bit responsible for this melee. After all, I helped create some of... You know, for liability reasons, I don't think I'm going to finish that sentence. Eventually, Buck got away from the pumpkin thief with the help of his best friend and fellow kids superhero Tracy Thompson. They busted Nick Newton out of his bubble, 
The two rescued Mandy Magic with the help of kid detectives Jen, Ben, and Red, who had no superpowers at all, but an awful lot of super smarts and bravery and imagination, and that's most of what it really takes. Robert Robertson was soon free, which is more than I can say for Kid Popsicle run out of the mayor's office and back into prison, his frozen attacks consistently thawed by Robert's heat ray gun invention. Miss Shockey was taken off the air thanks to a super successful secret agent mission, no doubt the work of splendid secret agent kids society. The toilet paper giant was bested completely unwound by a mob of splendid residents quite desperate for good bathroom tissue. Toilet paper has been hard to find of late. All villains were rounded up one by one and put back in their proper place. All but two. We never found the great chili monster, that oozing pile of meat, tomatoes, and bad deeds or Mr. X, the villain who started the whole uprising. Computer whiz kids Tanner and Max are convinced Mr. X escaped back into the gaming world, and they are now quantum leaping from one game to the next on the hunt for him again. It is a lot to digest, I know, listeners, this tale of woe. But worry not. We band of misfits worked together cooperated for the greater good, and this cloud's silver lining, which gains its strength from our Pangea stone, is strong. The prison has been fortified, and hopefully, any villains out there have taken notice that we are not to be messed with. We are strong. When times get tough, we stick together. We get through it. We prevail. You are strong too, listeners. And don't think for a second that we could have survived the night of the great splendid prison escape were it not for all the good vibes you all are constantly sending. And yes, I mean you, Maddie, and Peter, and Catherine, and Kenyon, and Gabriella, and Brenna, and Laura. I mean you, Justin, and Kristen. Darren, Michael, Sarah, Raven, and so many more. That's all for this week, listeners. We'll be back next week with Bert the Monster versus the Fire Cloud and more. And just wait until you hear what I have lined up for you for summer 2020. In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and imaginative and adventurous and weird week. Read a little, play a lot, and listen to podcasts. For the love of Splendid, be good to each other. Hello, this is Rissy Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. 
You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening.